1: Hey, ho! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We got a great show for you guys today. We got some really great guests, but before we... uh, Actually, I'll tell you, we have Johnny Potenza and Ray Porter coming on. I'll tell you who they are in a bit, but... Before that, let's introduce my cool, outrageous man-about-town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. You think we should be lighter?
2: We should be lighter. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll make us a little lighter. Make us light and
1: say bright. hi to everybody.
2: We have to be <laughs> light and bright. Jimmy keeps playing every week with the uh, up, 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 up. Oh, there you go. Now we look human. Okay. Okay.
1: Hey, everybody! Now here's Ron.
2: Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm tired. What a weekend. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, what a weekend. Well, we went to Sean Canaan's book signing party at three. Then we had dinner with Sean and Michelle. And then we went to Jay, uh, Zach. I'm Zach Jaden, Zachary Zach, Jaden's Zach, Christmas party. Zachary Jaden's party. And we didn't get home till 530 in the morning. And we've been tired ever since, and this it take, is like four it, days later. <laughs> it takes me like almost a week to get back to being normal again. It really is terrible. But we have fun anyway. Now we have more parties coming up, and Christmas is coming up, and then New Year's, and then our party uh, after New Year's will be – I call it a crash party because everybody's so partied out, they just want to crash. So we just kind of hang out, eat, drink, smoke – those that smoke, I don't smoke. Uh, <laughs> Eat, drink, and just be with friends. Well, I, I thought of smoking because Denae still smokes, my friend Denae. Terrible habit. Terrible habit. Nobody should smoke right. or drink for that matter. So we got a bunch of people in the chat room. Let's say hi real quick. Hi. Hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, Who, are Cindy, Who are we?
1: Cindy Lady Lake's in the chat room, hi, and Cindy. Hub Reynolds is in the chat room, hi. and Don Hinton and hi. Jeff hey, Caperton. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hub Reynolds. Oh, i said that already. Hub, uh, hi, uh, how are you? Um, let's see. Don, Lady Lake, Cindy. Anyway, there's lots of people. Teresa Sabin. Teresa, we got a really hi. fun show, you guys. We have uh, Johnny Potenza coming on from up uh, Up Late with Johnny Potenza. I, I've known him for years in social media, but we actually met him uh, when he was here for Michelle Kanan's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He was here staying with them for a week, and right. then we have Ray Porter coming on, you guys, and we met him at Sean Kanan's book signing Saturday. And he's an actor, been in a lot of things. But my favorite thing is the fact that he's Dark Side in the Justice Zach, Zack Snyder's Justice League movie, You know, which for me, I collect that stuff. And he's got all kinds of action figures that I'm going to get for Christmas,
2: <laughs> whether I buy them or somebody else does. <laughs> you know what? I never, ha- I never had a son. I have two daughters. <laughs> yeah. But I really didn't need a son because I think I've got one. He's like a little boy. You know, I was shopping the other day in one of the stores and I'm looking at the dolls and uh, in this very expensive store. These dolls are like three and four hundred bucks, little crappy plastic action figures. And the salesperson came over and he said, are they for you? And I said, no, they're for my son. (laughs) I said, my son collects these things. I love them I
1: got a, a, an awesome thank you Soho Johnny uh, at LA Comic Con he got me a 32 inch Galactus uh, which is a really highly super like coveted well, a collectible
2: $700 doll uh, can you believe a piece of plastic costs $700 bucks? I love it it
1: fits into my collection perfectly So I know but
2: it's a very extravagant gift for just a big big plastic doll of some idiot thing that doesn't even do anything <laughs> it just stands there <laughs>
1: Anyway, I love it. My collection is phenomenal. Um, we had a great time. We went to um, uh, Sean Cannon's book signing, and we saw all kinds of people that we know. Uh, a lot of celebrities were there supporting. The name of the book is Welcome to the Kumite. It's uh, it's the sequel to Way of the Cobra. He had some great things to say in it. Oh, and, yeah. Sean,
2: and- Sean read you know parts of the book. And the parts that he read, he was so honest about his life, his early days as a Jewish boy, in Pennsylvania where people were kind of anti-Semitic and how he had to fight his way through a lot of things. Uh, it was. It's a wonderful book. Uh, I'm going to so enjoy reading it. And I think you would too. You should get it. It's interesting and, Absolutely. and, and heartwarming. I, I, I think it's his best book so far. And I've read all of Sean's books, but it is his best book so far.
1: Uh, I haven't read it yet, but it's um, but it's. Well, I haven't fun. read
2: it either. I've read it. Who has time to read? We're Christmas shopping, doing the house, doing the garden, doing the, you know, it's like a lot of work.
1: Then we went to dinner, and then after dinner, we went to Zach Jaden's party, and we saw everybody, a lot of people from our chat room that are hanging of our that hang with us, that we all know our friends.
2: friends. You know, people I make movies with, and people we have as friends. It was just a fun weekend. It really was.
1: I Hub, like Hub says our colors are popping. They love the fact that you, uh, it says, laugh out loud, my son. Is I right? <laughs> it says, laugh out loud, my son. And mm-hmm. they all love Sean Kanan. Sean Kanan's great, you guys.
2: Sean Kanan is one of our very special friends. And he is a really, really, he's not a Hollywood person. He still is that little boy in Pennsylvania, a hick. And that's what I like about him. He's a big superstar, he's sophisticated, he dressed beautifully, he looks great, but his soul is of a homeboy. He's like a farmer kid, you know, a sweet guy. Very
1: cool. And And Michelle, of course,
2: I'm crazy about. Michelle is a super genius. She does everything wonderful. I mean, you have a problem, you talk to Michelle about it, she has an answer for it. She's so smart and so beautiful and so warm and affectionate and loving. Of course, you know, she's Italian and she's from New Jersey. What so, else can I say?
1: <laughs> just letting everybody, too, know, next week is our last show before Christmas, so next week will be our Christmas show. We're going to bring on, work on bringing on some surprise guests, and I think it'll be a lot of fun like it is every
2: year. Everybody will be coming in to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Yeah,
1: it'll be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Actually, I can't wait.
2: Yeah, me too. Um, uh, speak, Jimmy, speak. Oh. oh, I was just
1: I know they're talking about how great Michelle is, too, Jeff Caperton, because... Who's her, saying
2: how great Michelle is?
1: Jeff Kepperton says he calls her and she always gets back. A people that know Michelle will agree with
2: me. Look at all the way we're, we're doing, like a million people. How does that happen on the television?
1: That's uh, that's back there. Hey,
2: but why are oh, so many of us? Look at it. That's, that,
1: that's a, uh, a feature. Juan's probably doing that.
2: Oh, Juan, are you doing that? Because <laughs> it looks like, I look like a caterpillar. <laughs> look, I do. I look like a caterpillar <laughs> with a head. Look, I swear <laughs> to you. Or sna- cobra. I we look like it. a snake. Get rid of that, Juan. I don't like that, jump
1: Juan, make us look just one behind us. Can yeah. you do that? No, that's because you're showing your own feed. Oh, how do we do that? What
2: am I showing my oh, own? Oh, because it's
1: behind us.
2: What does that mean? Oh, no. No, it's in the feed behind us, too. It never did that before. Yeah, it right?
1: has. We've had it on a bunch of them before. I'm not sure how we get that off of there. Where
2: I look like a cobra. <laughs> yeah, you look
1: like a cobra. We want to welcome B. Claudia joined us. It's her mother's, I think, 90th birthday or something. I'm not exactly sure. So happy birthday. Oh, and I forgot to say, hey. Uh, Don Hinton, because Don joined us too. Hey,
2: Don, how are you, honey?
1: Hope everything. That's hope on you're our end. Better. Let's see how we fix that. I don't know how we fix that.
2: I. It's really annoying. Let's see. Hang on. Oh, there you go. See, Jimmy, you know how to do it. No,
1: I don't. I turned it off. Oh, turn it off. Now I'm going to turn it back on again and see what happens. Anyway, talk while I'm playing. I'm talk, talk. 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 What am I looking like? Oh, a puppet. It, uh, oh no, it's still there. I don't know how you fix that. That's because well, now you're it's not your so bad.
2: Feed. Now we only see one thousand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've had that behind us, though, a lot of times before.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, just at this time, because we're wearing such bright colors,
2: it really shows no, up. No, 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 no. I mean, I've never seen it like that before. Now it's a little better. There's only about six of us. But when our guest comes on, then they they get behind us.
1: Right? No, they'll be next to us. They'll be next to us, not uh-huh. behind us. I'm not okay. sure. I'll have to figure out how to fix that, because I don't know how to do it live while we're on the uh-huh. air. Um, anyway, um, so we should do some do our little ad stuff that, that we always do, you guys. You can hear the show on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. Um, we're thankful for everybody tuning in every week. Last week's show was a lot of fun. Today's show is going to be really good, too. And um, So we want to thank everybody for always tuning in and hoping everybody's having a great holiday season so far.
2: And Um. part of my healthy thing that I'm on, you know, no sugar, no processed food and stuff, drink plenty of fluids, water, wash out your kidneys, Uh, keep your kidneys healthy, but drink tons and tons and tons of water. I have a thing on my lip. What is it when you have like skin on your lip that you bite all the time? I don't know. I think that needs citrus. I think if you put lemon on it or eat lemons, I, but I have so much lemonade in me, I sh- maybe that's what I'm looking like—a lemon.
1: Oh wait! Smile real quick for uh for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey everybody! So
1: all is going good. Um, I don't know how to get rid of that. I tried just now, but I don't know how to actually do it.
2: Uh, I always thought that was done. I hate on the biting my lip, but it's as annoying as anything. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, what is that from? Anybody out there? No? Please let me know.
1: Talk for a minute.
2: Now, what are you doing? I don't know. I'll see if I can. Visual background. <laughs> oh, look! What is that? A kitchen? No, but it doesn't get rid oh, of let it. Let me see what it is. What's that background? With the piano. Oh, look! I like it. It looks like we have a piano. <laughs> get rid of it! Get, get rid of it! Go up there! Get rid of it!
1: Oh, then I don't have a background. I got go we'll back go to go back to what more, we have forks. No, you can't. I have to go back to...
2: No, hey, give me that frigging thing. Hit the X.
1: Look. You got to turn this back on.
2: No, hit that X so this picture goes away. Good. Now look at... Oh, I love it.
1: Oh, well, I just turned this back on.
2: <laughs> that's, our- that's our house, folks. <laughs> and the baby grand piano I play every day.
1: We don't have a, blue- a a screen. Oh, wait, hang on. Look
2: at that. How did you do that with somebody else's house?
1: That's, a- that's just something that they give you that you can do, but I can't get rid of these little things that's around okay, us. That's okay, but
2: look... It looks like we're in another house. Can you put us like in a a palace, a castle?
1: If you load pictures into it, you can put whatever you want behind it. Oh, do that. Well, I don't have any pictures (laughs) to do it. But next week we're going to do it in front of our Christmas tree. Uh... Um, oh yeah, one. I, I was playing on the back screen, the YouTube live feed, but now I turned it off. Look at this! Now we have this, this is, background. I, I've
2: never seen anything quite like it. You want to see what else they have? No wonder I can make believe I'm in Paris. Or
1: yeah, if we put stuff behind us, oh, we yeah, can. I can put
2: the Eiffel Tower and say, "Hey, everybody, welcome!" there's a brick wall. <laughs> oh, I like the brick wall. Let me see that. Get rid of the X. <laughs> oh, that's nice. The brick wall, very Greenwich <laughs> Village. That's well. Our reminds our me our, of our the... guest today, I think he's from Brooklyn. Of course, he's Italian. Where else would you be from Brooklyn? I mean, uh, you Brooklyn- want to keep
1: that, or you want to go back to the house, or you want to go back to the snake?
2: No, I like the brick wall. Okay, because that yeah, look at it. It reminds me of New York City, Greenwich Village when I was young. All of the uh, clubs they were like uh, little nightclubs where people got up and did their thing. You know, everybody was starting off like Ellen DeGeneres and the other one, what's her name from uh, Jane Fonda show, uh,
3: Lily, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin.
2: You know, all those people, a Tiny Tim, I knew I met all of them back, back in the day when we were all starting off, and it was fun. We were hippies. No, we were not hippies. We were beatniks. Beatnik came before hippie. Then hippie went away, and now it's I don't know what. There See, this is what everybody sees. Crazy people now. How come, that's a nicer – your your monitor is nicer than my monitor. <laughs> this
1: because, is one everybody sees. This is the behind-the-scenes one.
2: Oh, the people see that monitor? This is monitor? what they see, yeah. Oh, I look better on that monitor.
1: <laughs> oh. <clears throat> but we could put a picture in here of of Astro, and then we could be sitting in front of a giant Astro.
2: i got Astro on my lap. <laughs> I need I more Astro. What, what else have you got? That's, you it. They, that's all they
1: give you. You have to upload pictures. And when, they, when you upload the pictures, you see different things.
2: I could do a nude of me laying on a chaise lounge. Yes. That uh, won't be attractive. People won't like that.
1: They said, "Put a garden behind us."
2: A garden.
1: <laughs> they, they said, put, "You always look great." Uh, they said, "Put a patio with a pool," but it's like 50 degrees out. It's kind of cold. Yeah,
2: uh, and we ha- we have all of that. We don't. Let's put something different, like Pompeii or uh,
1: the Empire State Building.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's let's put yeah let's put New York behind me. That oh Rockefeller Center.
1: We can't do it right now, though.
2: Oh, we have to find it. And put Rockefeller Center behind us. I didn't know you would want to do that, so
1: we can. I I miss Rockefeller
2: Center. You know, Uh, it's probably the most beautiful part of Christmas is to go down Fifth Avenue and go to Rockefeller Plaza and see the Christmas tree, the enormous tree, and the ice skaters and all the angels and stuff. uh, Astro wants to say hi. Hi. Mm -hmm. Say hi to everybody. There you are. Look.
1: Oh my God! Isn't he beautiful? He
2: is my love. Ow.
1: I like he I think he's absolutely fabulous.
2: He's my love. Okay, let's get on wow. with the show. Let's get a get I have to do something with my hair, folks. Should I cut it short, let it grow long, make it brown, make it red, make it green, make it blue, shave it off.
1: Anyway, our guest is here, so let's let him in and see if we can hey, hear Hey,
2: where's our guest? Well, young, know, where are you? Hey oh, <laughs> oh, if this guinea ain't from Brooklyn, I'll eat my hat. <laughs>
4: What's
1: going on? <sighs> okay, so hold me make sure I got all my Jesus volumes. Christ, here. you
2: got the map of Brooklyn on your mug.
1: No, so uh, so he's he has a fake background too. That's his like room where
4: he keeps oh, all Lord. his music memorabilia with all that really kiss sure. shit because we did a test. So, this morning. so
2: you're like me, you're an Italian from Brooklyn.
4: Yes. How you guys doing? Thank you for bringing me on the show. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn, New York.
2: We're in. We Brooklyn. can never tell. <laughs> you know what? He's lucky. I'm lucky because you ain't lucky. Because you're not from Brooklyn, you little faggot. <laughs> he, he's from Florida. You know, he's from Florida. Well, we have to introduce him before he start talking he's to him. a
1: Florida alligator sissy. What? We have to talk to him. We have to introduce him before we talk to him. All right, introduce All right everybody. Him. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, host of Up Late with Johnny Potenza, also known as Johnny P. Johnny Potenza, hello
4: and welcome to the show. In you're the welcome. flesh. What's up there, guys? Yay, we're so happy. So So, you already
1: know my cool, outrageous man about town, co-host Ron Russell. I know you,
4: man. We had a great time at Palm Springs. I told you, you look like Tony Curtis.
2: Right, everybody told me that. But it's nice to hear somebody speaking English correctly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And when you and I speak, we speak English correctly. The rest of them speak like, I don't know, some phony English.
4: You know, it's it's an understatement, Ron, because uh, I'm not... English ain't my, was never my strong point. So the Brooklyn accent on top of not able to pronounce certain words is like my slick. So, uh, but yeah.
2: we one one of a- If it wasn't for my Brooklyn accent, I wouldn't be in half of the movies I'm in. When they need a mafia killer gangster, they want a real McCoy New York accent. They say, get Russell. Nobody speaks like him. You know, I can clean it up. I can do it immediately. I can speak very clearly and perfectly, and then I sound like a big old queen. But you know, I don't like to do that bullshit. I like to be me. So, you what know, do you do? What do you do for a living besides make pizza?
4: Well, this I'm wearing.
2: <laughs> I don't make pizza. So- Potenza, is that where your family's from? Potenza.
4: Now everybody asks me that. But- Penzo is uh is my last name and it's a town in in uh, Sicily, uh, Italy, as we all know. But no, I'm
2: Penzo is in Italy.
4: New York, Bensonhurst. He's from
2: Bensonhurst. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah, 72nd, 72nd Bensonhurst. and
3: eighty. Yeah,
2: we know that we know. I'm a lot older than you are. So the people that I grew up with are all dead. They were killed. <laughs> uh, they were shot in the street, or they were murdered well, in their homes. If you're from down there, my grandfather was. Joseph, I was from Red Hook. Red Hook.
4: Joseph Petoli, my grandfather was. He was like a, you know, he was he was a friend of ours, you know. Yeah, but he I, died in 1970. So.
2: Yeah, Bensonhurst. I have such wonderful friends in Bensonhurst who I really miss a lot. Yeah. True bull people, you know, no bullshit people. They tell it like it is. Yeah. You're, you're square with them. They're square with you. That's I how know, I am. Brooklyn. You know, if I had a lot of money, which you need a lot of money to live in Brooklyn nowadays, I would buy something in Mill Basin or Bensonhurst, but it's in the millions.
4: I mean it's crazy. The property value in Staten Island and Brooklyn is, is through the roof. I mean, uh, well you're from yeah.
2: you're in Staten Island now?
4: Well, I was in Brooklyn till I was twelve, but then my father bought some property and we he built a house on Staten Island. So then I, I grew up there. So now i have been bouncing forth to the Jersey Shore. And then, and I stay in Staten Island right now. So I'm, I'm like bouncing back
2: and forth. Yeah, I was born in the Red Hook projects in Red Hook. And I okay. lived until my father bought a house in Astoria, Queens. And then yeah. we moved to Queens. And my mother was never happy.
4: Yeah, no, mother, you,
2: she, missed the story. You know, she missed all the women. It was a family. Living in Brooklyn was a family. We all knew yeah. each other, went to each other's houses to miss- see Christmas trees.
4: Is a different animal Von you know, my my from my old band nyb my guitar player one of my best friends he lives in Jackson Heights so I'm very familiar with Queens different 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 town
2: yeah but I lived it I lived in uh Astoria but in my uh in my twenties I only hung out in Brooklyn God. I hung out with my old Brooklyn friends. The yeah, story people were okay but nobody was like the Brooklyn people. No. I When mean, we used to go to their house, the mother would say, Ronnie, come in here. I got for you. What do you want? to Sit down, honey. I got a nice, I made a nice cavatella. You want a little bit of, you want a pizza? What do you want? A, a pasta chocolate. Sit down and make a coffee for you. It was yeah, nice. they, they like It ain't like that no more. You,
4: you get a, a coffee for somebody when you go to the house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Now my friends that are my age, they all have maids, and you go to their fancy schmancy houses, their McMansions. And they mm-hmm. say, just a second, I'll have the girl get you a coffee. And I was like oh, yeah. fuck you.
4: So hold on.
1: So all right. So you guys, I originally met Johnny. Actually, never physically met him. But we met because we followed each other in social media. I originally followed him because we have a mutual friend, Sean Kanan, And I think Sean was promoting. He was on your show. Yeah. And so I followed you. And then you followed me back. So it's been years. But we met at Michelle Canan's. Star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. We had a great time. Um, great time. You've kind of been the same business that we are all around because you're an actor. You've been in movies. You've got a talk show. Neither one of us are drummers in a band, even though Ron used to like sing and uh, uh,
2: so like sing. Is that it? Oh my God. You used to sing like sing. well, <laughs> <laughs> like sing means almost singing. You fucking idiot. <laughs> he used to sing. I'm <laughs> gonna he's, kill him.
1: He's yeah, but it's different because you didn't sing like he sang in a rock band. It's different.
2: Yeah, I, I, I say, on the 350 people eating in supper clubs all over the Eastern seaboard, you think that was easy? People drinking and eating? And me up there singing—it wasn't easy. Nothing's easy because if you didn't sing right, they would throw an uh, apple at you. They throw, you know. Well, something.
1: I was trying to like lead up to the fact that he's like a drummer in a band. He had a band, you guys. He started oh. drumming. He was a drummer since the age of twelve. He started studied under Jim Chapin, father of Harry Chapin. Your band was called NYB, which stands for None of Your Business, which is so like New York. Yeah. Um, and uh,
2: negative, negative, None you're just jealous because you were That's born, not negative. You were, you were born. That's what everybody
4: country. used to say. They go, what's the name of your band? NYB. What does it mean? None of your business. But I, I was a real, I was, I was, uh, I don't know what, I was arrogant and, and ballsy back in those days. I'm, You know, I'm more on, on the mature, arrogant and
2: ballsy. Level how, how, now. how old are you? How old are you?
4: Me? I'm 55.
2: Are you married?
4: I'm actually wid- widowed. I, my my uh, fiance who was going to be my wife, Passed away of, of breast cancer four years ago.
2: I'm sorry to hear that, but I'd yeah. like. to... I I think how tall are you?
4: Me, I'm. I was five. I was five eight, but I shrunk down to five seven. That doctor said I shrunk an inch. Oh.
2: <laughs> so I can't fix you up with my daughter Deirdre because she's five. Uh, like five, eleven. 10,
4: yeah, five, I don't I don't they're... like girls that are taller than me because then I got to do some some mountain climbing. You no, know?
2: oh, <laughs> but I have a. I have my daughter Leslie. Who looks like Michelle Pfeiffer or Grace Kelly, who oh, wow. was Miss Long Island, Powers' oh, cool. number one model. She's a gorgeous blonde with green eyes, Italian, of course. Uh-huh. And she cooks and cleans and she's a homespun. She's no putana, and she's not a uh, tomato. She's a nice girl.
4: That's the best girl that I would date down the road uh, if it ever happens again. They have to be really special and, and sent from the man above.
2: Uh, uh, my daughter's so special that no guy is good enough. Yeah, well, <laughs>
4: i could take care of myself i'm a good cook i could clean i shop and do all that nonsense you know the crazy life that i lead i like to come home to a normal life honestly and just sh-
2: no, my daughter door. was my daughter was engaged to a guy joe Diarchi from Brooklyn okay and so my daughter's very um small anyway
1: we're not setting up your daughter shut
2: the fuck up <laughs> i could get you oh no. no, my daughter my daughter's 50- my, 50- my daughter's 52. <laughs> go on her page on Facebook Leslie Surago, Sarego S A R E G O and look okay. at her she's beautiful she's sweet as hell everybody loves her all
3: right Where is she from?
2: Her. huh Where is she, she was born no, she was born on uh, she was born in Manhattan actually and then we lived uh, in Garden City she grew up she grew up in Beverly Hills when we lived there and now she lives in Palm Springs
4: okay this is the dating game with Jimmy and uh, Ron. So yeah.
2: Listen, you, know, you know what? Years ago, this is what the old Guineas did. Yeah. They sat no, around definitely. the, the sat around the kitchen and they said, Hey, you got a son? Oh, I got a daughter. Hey, <laughs> put your daughter up with my son. It's better no, than it? did you go on these lines, these these tele, these uh computer things with all these it, it
4: took me a long time. I was devastated for years, and I can talk about it now. But uh, she, she was she uh, was my life, and you know to watch somebody go like that at an early age at forty five it destroyed me. So it took me a long time to build myself back up again. Now I feel good. My main focus is I got to make it somewhere in this entertainment business, and I got to be able to retire comfortably down the road. That's my goal right now. If something somebody comes to my life one day and, and and special, then I'll make that move. But right now I'm just focusing on 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 that.
2: Well, my daughter's background is she handled all the business for Sharon Stone, for uh, all the movie stars. She worked for uh, Platinum uh, Business Management in Beverly Hills. So all of these stars were her clients. So knows the business back and forth. So it's not like you're marrying some moron. He's not
1: marrying anybody. You never know. You <laughs> never know. All right, right. let's What's go on.
2: <laughs> no. Meanwhile, everybody listening loves this kind of show. All my all my fans out there are saying, "Oh yeah, Ron, we want Leslie married." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I let's go, go back hit, right? now. Let's hear it. So you have a talk show. He has a show. Let me go back,
4: me go back, back. for a second. Yeah, let me go back. Go ahead. I don't. I don't call myself an actor. I did some some film work, but I mean, I'm not an, I don't I'm not one of these guys that does a couple of little parts. You see them. And, you know, that's all I did is independent films background. I, you know, some some big films. But you see me for five seconds. I don't put on my profile that I'm an actor. I'm a I'm a talk show host. I'm I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm a drummer. I am a character actor, though. But I mean, if, if there is any directors out there that, that want to make the next James uh, Cagney meets Joe Pesci, he's sitting right here. <laughs>
2: So, wait, anyway, So you're a talk show host. That makes you our competition, which makes yeah, we, you- we do two
4: different things. Wait a second. I do a live studio audience. It's like a low budget Johnny Carson meets Jimmy Fallon wait show. Second.
2: Wait a second. Hold on. I'm going to drop a dime. Okay. And have your legs broken. <laughs> I'm mean, to be a talk show host. Get out of the fucking business. It's ours, not yours. You get it? He doesn't stream. You, you don't stream? No. No, no. We do it. I do
4: I do a whole format, uh, Ron, with a studio audience, small studio audience. I come out, do a monologue. I got a comedian come on. Then we interview an actor or an author. And then the band plays. I usually get up and I play the drums for a song. And then we close the show out. But I like that. I mean, I tried this during COVID. I, it's not me. I, I like the vibe because I'm a performer as a drummer. Because I was playing bars at 15 years old back in the day. So, I mean... Uh, and I can still play. And I've been practicing a lot. I mean, uh, my main goal is just to see if I can get the back end to get this show onto a streaming network or a paid cable network that's going to ha- give me commercial advertisers, you know?
2: We actually know a lot no, of the you people. Don't, you don't do drugs. Are so you any more drugs? No, after.
4: no, no, no. I, I like to have a couple of drinks. I dabble with a little little, little whiskey and a little wine right. now and then. But business first. Play hard, work harder.
2: Yeah, my daughter doesn't ever did drugs or drink. I raised them. Really, I raised them really Italian. They really they have all the values that I was raised with. So go back. Hold on. So because I wrote down like okay. So then
1: first of all, how do people see this? How do people actually see your show? Tell people how they see them. Well,
4: you. Well, you know, well the, the easiest way for anyone to see it is just streaming either on on uh, YouTube or, or Vimeo dot com, and uh, or if you got cable network, it is on. La thirty six near you, and then all the five boroughs, and then and then uh, Las Vegas on like Spectrum and t- and Time Warner, its around R L N and uh, whatever else is there. You know, okay, it, so- they send it all around, but pretty much everybody's watching. the stream streaming everything because who has time to really focus in on on a certain time when it comes on, unless you DVR it. You know, right? So well, the actually, website is you know, ju-
2: street, so- street, street. I, I have to brag. We have now over 5 million. We had 5 million people. Now we have over 5 million, my uh, producer tells us, all over the world that watch right. this show. And I said, but they don't understand English. And they said, yeah, there are more English-speaking people all over the world than you can imagine. And Crazy. we're a streaming show. All right, we're on the air 14 years, but still. 15 50. Fuck you, 50. You're always correct, but that's good. So, <laughs> you're, stream,
4: you're, you're streaming back then, you're streaming?
2: Uh, we've been streaming for about no 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 no. I've been, no, he had a radio 10 show. Ten years. Ten I streaming. came on it as a radio show, and I hated it because I don't do radio. And I mm-hmm. said, "Let's do streaming." And he fought with me, and I was punched him in the face in the car. But I jumped out at a full at a traffic light and started screaming obscenities mm-hmm. at him. And then he said, "Get back in the car," and I did. And he said, "Okay, we'll do it."
1: We had a sponsor who like got us started on streaming. I started it, you give me credit, yes. You started no. it, but I found the person to pay for
4: it.
2: You know, I don't know why I'm with this guy.
4: So hold on. Uh, I felt it boring doing it by myself, but then when I talked to the guests, it was great. But it's it's good to do what you guys are doing and have a co-host because then it's a little more entertaining. And it's less work to do because you can just bounce off each other and, and improv, you know? Yes. Really, we improv everything. Yeah, but
2: it's really not less work because i got to carry this show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Moron there just does the, the the advertising. Yes, I do the whole like I talk like personal. You know, where do you live here in L.A.? No, he lives in New York. He shows oh, in New York. He, he flew, you flew York. out for the star. He stayed here. while. Well, yeah,
4: Sean, Sean, Sean's a dear friend of mine. Met him years ago at, at Grandpa's Comedy Club in Staten Island. He, he right. performed in 1997. Uh, I knew the owner of Grandpa's Comedy Club, the old uh, Al Lewis's club from the Munsters. And then we became friends, and then in a years we became we became tight. And then he's my brother now, and uh, he invited me to come down. And he invited me when he came in when he did the uh, the Walk of Fame in two thousand sixteen. So I, I I I needed to get the get away. It came at a perfect time. I told him I was coming down to see him because why don't you come down in, in October like last time? So it was actually five years almost to the date that I came down there. Uh, now that I'm starting to travel again because I'm ready to you know
2: kick ass whatever time i got left you know so, so wait i got you know, i got a you know, list both my daughters are not happy in california they want, to go back to they want to go back to new york leslie definitely is going back as digital wants to go to pennsylvania she wants to raise sheep up in the farm she's nuts but <laughs> they uh they don't care for california california is not for normal people
4: i like california but Certain parts of California, just like New York, it, it, it's going downhill, unfortunately. But Palm Springs...
2: No, LA is garbage.
4: Yeah. I, uh, I love Palm Springs. It's so clean. It's nice. No, it's relaxed.
2: Not so much anymore. We got tents and we got beggars and people peeing and shitting all over the streets. We have a lot of garbage starting to happen here. It's just, okay. you know, the way of the world now. The new world they speak about. This is the new America. You can have it. Yeah. So hold on.
1: Let's get out of that. Like Okay. Uh, okay, so we got the show. I'll play with Johnny Potenza. Actually, a lot of the people that you've had on your show, we know or we've had, besides Sean Kanan, which that's how we met you in the first place. Uh, yeah. We've had the most on our show. Um, uh, Al Sapienza's been on our show. John Fior. Oh, great John guys. Fior, he's coming on in January. Apache Ramos, I know, just because he's from the Warriors. Um, great guy. Noel, Noel, we've had on the show that we met in New Jersey. Davey oh. Jones, Freedom Williams, I actually worked with uh, Vincent Pasteur on a film and Frank Vincent. Shirley yeah. Jones, Ron knows. Yeah. Michael Sweet Beck. Out of a girl. Michael Beck. And then Steve Dash used to be a really good friend. He lived in uh, – our, our station that we broadcast out of is, is in Florida. And Steve Dash uh, lives in Florida. And, uh, plus, I'm Steve a big
2: horror movie guy.
1: I'm a big horror movie fan, you know, and since he was the first
2: Jason. You know, we should ask yeah. Shirley I mean, to come on. He was a gentleman. <laughs> Steve was a was a gentleman. Yes. You had Shirley on your show? Shirley well, You Jordan. know, I
4: didn't have him on my on my show. Personally, I interviewed her at the Chiller Expo in New York. Did you ever go to them? Yeah, we went to one of them. It's in New Jersey, right? Yes. There's New York and New Jersey, but this is the New Jersey one. And, uh, and what the hell was it? And, uh, I think it was Hackensack or somewhere. One Hilton Court, wherever that was. I got a brain fart right now, but yeah, that's where I, I did the interview yeah. with, a, you know, with a microphone. I I really don't like doing microphones. I like sitting behind the desk and just coming out in front of an audience. But you know, listen, you got to do what you got to do sometimes, right?
1: Yeah, we have got a couple really good interviews that we did with people at uh, film festival. Stephen Lang,
2: yeah, right. great guy, Stephen. And Lang. he was
1: actually coming on our show, and then my dad died, and so he didn't come on the show, but we met him anyway.
2: Well, right now, he's big again because Avatar. of Avatar. There are three of them coming out. But Stephen is a terrific guy. He'll probably come back on our show when he has time. Uh, terrific, came terrific, out. terrific guy. Well,
1: came out, Avatar came <clears> out last week.
2: I know, but he's busy running around doing. Yeah, promo. we have to try. He could come on now and promo the movie. So who's? So who
1: like? Who is your? Who's like your most amazing interview? Like, do you have an interview you thought? Oh my god, this is the
4: person I like to interview in the most. And don't use my
3: That's
4: a hard thing to do, but I can say the top couple. Uh, Joe Franklin was definitely great. You know, the, the legendary uh, talk show host, Joe Franklin. I don't know. Who he is. I, met really.
2: him. I met him once. You won't believe where. Where? At, at a neat stand in New York. You remember oh, wow. Needix's orange drink? It was yeah. on the corner of 59th Street and yeah. 3rd Avenue. Yeah, yeah. I went and there he was eating a, I think it was a hot dog and an orange drink. And I went to speak to him, and he spoke back to me, and the Frankfurter was flying out of his mouth, and it was disgusting. He was a mess. I'm I know he, really-
4: yeah, no, he he was he was just funny. This is on my wall. This let me see if we can get this on. This, this is a picture. I don't know if you could see it. It's breaking up. Yeah, <laughs> yes, right there, right, yes, right there. Yes, on my show, he signed it. But the funny part was, I was in his office, and and he was eating fried chicken, and, and I. <laughs> I had a picture for him and a picture. I signed one for him for his wall because he told me to. And I go, Joe, sign this for me. And he goes, Okay, man, let, 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 me, uh, let me do it. Sure, let me get it and, and I'm aiming with this shit. His cans are all greasy and, and, he, and, <laughs> and he crosses it out over here. Says, uh, it says, John, you crossed out are a great talk show host. All the best, Joe Franklin. By God, there were fingerprints on it. That's a classic. Uh, you.
2: When, when Frank- I spoke to him, he was spitting Frankfurter at me. I thought he was disgusting. <laughs> but for those of you out there who don't know who Joe Franklin was, he had a television show a million years ago where he brought on all of the old, old vaudeville people and movie stars that were nobody anymore. And he kind of gave them a little shot in the arm so people would know who they were. That was Joe Franklin, and the show was called, I think, The Joe Franklin Show.
4: Yeah, but, you know, he started the talk show back at uh, WOR back in the 50s and it evolved into a right. talk show, but he's the king of nostalgia. I think he, he's, uh, to, to date, it was like over 500,000 interviews, but uh,
2: right. I got
4: to meet him like the last four years before he died, and the night before he died, I heard he was in the hospital. A friend of mine, Frank Morano, who's a big talk show uh, radio guy, and uh, uh, 77 WBC goes, Johnny, if you want to go say goodbye, go see him. He was at the uh, Mary Hospice in, in, in Sloan Ketterman. And he was laying there, you know, in hospice. And I'm like, Joe, how you doing? He's like, not too good, kid. And, like, he was in a lot of pain. And he goes, thanks for coming. I was in there for five minutes and I left. And then he died. And I say, I really got hurt over that because, like, I look, I look he was like a mentor to me. And he, he taught me, he taught me some, he taught me a lot of stuff, but not as much as that I could have learned. But he gave me enough to to go out there and, uh, you know, do, do his thing. He wasn't no Johnny Carson but Johnny Carson wasn't Joe Franklin either. Like Joe Franklin was a, was a, an encyclopedia. Johnny Carson was a man's men entertainer, and everybody kind of like, everybody watched Johnny Carson. Jo- Joe Franklin had a limited audience, you know?
2: Well, he was on Channel 11. Yeah, and
4: York. then
2: on Channel 9. And Channel 11 was not a great station. I was with Shelly Winters mm-hmm. the night before she died. She was in a, uh, not a hospice, it was a private home, in nursing home. Uh-huh. And she got very skinny. And I said to her, I said, boy, I said, now you can go back to wearing your sexy dresses, a good push-up bra, and look uh-huh. sexy. And she said, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I, as I left, I said, now, remember, you promised to come on my show. And she held my hand, and she said, Ron, I promise. Yeah. And the next day, she died. I was so upset. Yeah. I mean, so upset, because... Um, it's horrible to say goodbye to as you know I'm sure yeah. you're well aware of it. So when somebody dies and you you know them. So B Claudia in the
1: chat room. B Claudia is from Germany, which I don't know if we had you say hi. Say hi to everybody in the chat room because they're all like writing notes about you. So just say hi to everybody. Hey, how's everybody doing? What's going on out there? There you go. She said that that in 1997 they made a documentary about Joe Franklin. 50 million Joe Franklin fans can't be wrong. Yeah.
4: That was excellent. That's on YouTube. Uh, Joe Franklin told me this. He said, uh, he goes, once you start to make, like, once a celebrity starts to make it, and then they make it big. So, like, he used to see, like, he started out Barbara Streisand. Once she got huge, and she used to see Joe Franklin, she used to cross the street. And then she says, uh, he said, a lot of big celebrity names would, would, like, avoid him, except, like, Bill Cosby, Frank Sinatra, Bing Cosby used to come back. I don't want to remember that they were broke, but we had to be on, like, a public access show. Sorry, they just rang our doorbell, and so the dogs, Somebody delivering I see it now, because I had a couple of, a handful of people that made it big, like Keith Davis. so uh, made a huge forgot about everybody you know you knew, you knew pete davidson before who pete who? davidson <laughs> i was the first guy to ever do an interview with pete davidson it's posted it's posted on youtube uh february 26 2010 he was 16 years old
1: that's a pretty big deal though to have a, have interviewed him you know before because he's such a huge star now
3: yes you know,
1: right, like he, he right, can't right. go anywhere you can't look at any Gossip Brag without him being like on the cover of every fucking thing that there is, every publication in town. But so you know what? I
3: find?
2: I find the crap, the shit asses of today, yeah. the jerks that think they're stars, the snobs, and they pull that shit. I knew yeah. Betty Davis. Betty Davis was the most down to earth regular Joe you ever want to meet. Yeah. She hated people that were phony and stuck up. Yeah. Oh, if you came on the like bullshit artist, you walk away from you. So there are the, I I found that the major big, big stars of yesteryear were far more generous with the public than, you know, I I mean, like, look at these, Brad Pitt, he was on a movie, a friend of mine was on a movie with him, and they said that Brad Pitt wouldn't speak to anybody. He did his lines, he went in his trailer, came out and did his lines, went back in his trailer. I mean, who the fuck do they think they are? (laughs) They're nobody. Today they're somebody, tomorrow they're begging for attention.
1: Yeah, no, that's what it is. So wait, wait, go. Okay, so so uh, so he was one. Who are some of your other ones that you enjoyed
4: a lot? You know who was great that you guys, if you didn't have her, she was wonderful. She was one of the biggest reality stars, Big Ange. I don't even it's, know who that is. Big Ange was, was from The Mob Wives. You remember when that was out? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was she was a uh, character and a half. Then they gave her a spin off the Big Ann show. She passed away from the press That was, Gotti's,
2: that was Gotti's daughter's show, right? No, that was uh,
4: that's Karen Cavano. She's one of the other uh, mob boys. It's not Gotti's boys. It was Sammy the Bull's daughter. Gotti's you know, right-hand man who ratted out the uh, the,
2: she, the had TV show. she had a TV show, too. I actually... Yeah, but- Victoria. I'm talking about Victoria Gotti. Oh,
4: okay, there, yeah, that was a different All of these reality shows are, are silly. Back in the day, the mob would have never went for all of that shit. Uh, you know, when the God, he was around and, and the Columbo's and all those guys, they would have shut those down right away. Like, they almost shut down the Godfather back in the day. they called call up the network and say, look, now, we're not having that mob wife shit. We're not you having that
2: to, First, First of all, let me clear one thing up. There's no such thing as the mafia, and there never was. <laughs> so let's get, let's get that point across to everybody. <laughs> it was the newspapers and publicity. There are a group of Italian people who were nice and took care of right. their neighbors, and, that, and they're lovely people. But
4: um, Mine knows what he's
2: talking about. Yes. But one thing, my the Italian people, they didn't want anybody to give them attention. They did everything they could to not be in the limelight, not yeah. be noticed, because they would not show off people. So yeah. if somebody did something like a TV show about the so-called make-believe-never-happened mafia... They would be very upset. and Probably kill you. But wait a second, Because I, I, huh? I wrote down that you—you right? you know, there's no such thing as the mafia. You know that. You know, like John
4: Gotti was very entertaining, but he, but he, but he brought down that whole—he brought down the Columbos, the, the Gambinos, because it, because he was a showoff.
2: Yeah, but John Gotti gave more money to more people and helped. Oh, i mean, percent. I tell you stories about. Women, people that had children that needed surgery, operation, didn't have money. And they went to John and told John story, and John gave them money. I mean, these guys maybe were tough and rough guys, but they had hearts of gold as well as hearts of stone. It depended on who you were and what you did. But um, but there was no mob. <laughs> there was no such thing as the mob <laughs> or honey, the mob.
4: Honey, I was just trying to sugarcoat it. If I, had to say, he's one of, if I had to say who's my favorite gangster, I would say John Gotti. If my mother heard me say that, next time I see her, she'd hit me in the head with a pant,
2: <laughs> Well, I, I will never even suggest that I ever met or knew him because...
4: I never met him either. I just like, mm-hmm. I like his style and I like what he did for the neighborhood, but he was, too, you know, he showed off. He should have been a little more low-key, you know? you
2: know? You know, my father's generation, My I have to tell you, my great uncle was Vincenzo Vincenzani, He had all the tablecloths and napkins in New York City back in 1910, 1911. He was the black hand. There was no such thing as the mafia. He was what was called the black hand. And anybody that didn't launder their tablecloths and napkins from him, they blew up the restaurant, you know, they put it on fire. (laughs) But that was because the Italians were so persecuted and nobody was giving them work and they were starving in the streets and they had to feed their family. So they had to resort to this sort of behavior in order to survive. Of course, as the years went on, the media and the press said, let's make up stories about Italians. And they're all every Italian, you know, is Sicilian and in the mafia, which is nonsense. Yeah. Because there is no such thing as the mafia. So hang you
4: know, on. I, go, go ahead. ahead. says was Sean Canaan. He's funny because we had like this inside joke. We don't do it no more. But like years ago, when I came down there, I go, let, let, let's, he goes, everybody thinks they're asking me, you know, you're Italian. that. I go, make believe like I'm a connected guy. I go, so, so when he introduced me, say, this is my friend, Johnny, Potenza, Johnny Johnny, he's a friend of ours. So he did this back in 2016 everybody. But like the next day, people are giving me free drinks. They're buying me dinner. They're giving me this. They're giving me that. They're like asking me stories. And we were, me and Sean are cracking up. And, uh, you know, I'm walking around like I'm the Don on a low-key low thing. But it was funny how everybody was, like, just, like, kissing up to me, like, you know.
2: My father used to be a set designer for Broadway, for the Lois Triborough Theater. Then my father became a union delegate for the Painters Decorator Union. And when I used to call people, my father was a delegate with Schoenfeld and all those guys. they say, oh. Ron's in the mafia. I'm not in the mafia. The first was no such thing in the mafia, and secondly, I'm not in the mafia because I'm gay. <laughs> the mafia, if it did exist, would not have a gay guy in it. So get over that fucking story real quick.
4: But let me so tell I- you this: I'll with the with the construction. What you you asked me for what do I do? What pays my bills? I'm an old time Italian plaster, guys. So I do the old school Italian plaster plaster that's in all the old houses. Ron uh, and Jimmy. You know, with the with the wood lath and the brown coat, the the the, the you
2: Venetian. You do scratch first and then plaster over it. My father used yeah,
4: to. Yeah, yeah, we do the wood, the brown coat, scratch coat, three coats of white, lime and plaster, polish. Boom. Hard work. I'm starting. To, you know, I'm starting to feel it. I hurt my neck back in uh, July doing the Palace Theater in Manhattan. We were doing a ceiling for about a month, and then three discs popped. I'm just starting to get better now. I'm like eighty percent better, but it's a tough trade. Good money. But I'm trying to get out of it. There you go. So hold on, because I wrote down that your first
1: uh that your first TV show that you did. So you've been doing the TV thing for a while. You had a TV show called The Gangsters of Rock, where you showcased local and, and popular rock bands along a backdrop of classic mob movies. So you like the mob thing. You wanted uh, yeah.
2: mob he movies. was lying. He was making these stories up. There's no <laughs> this is the deal. When I was with NYB. I, I, we did a lot of
4: fun stuff back then. What you see back here was my old uh, KISS studio. But if you look in the back, there's a desk. Let me see. All right. And we used to move everything out of the way. We used to sit the guests here and we had three cameras and we filmed it down there. So it was the Gangsters of Rock. And then I was known, my producer called me the wise guy of rock and roll because of my New York City pasada. So I kind of went with it. The Gangsters of Rock. So it was Gangster clips with rock and roll footage. And that's what the show was. It was a theme. It was a. It was like a street version of, of of Wayne's World, but in a more cooler way. So I. I mean, it's all public access. I won some awards for it. Did that for about like fifty episodes, and then uh, True Story. I got. I got. Uh, I got suspended out in the public access station because this one guy was starting in with me, and then I told him I was sick of him. Sick of his shit. And, they, and he goes, "What are you going to do?" I go, "Let's go outside." So we went outside. And he was about six something. I pushed him. We started wrestling. They broke it up. And then they suspended me for six months. Then it went a year, then it went to two years. And I had to get my lawyer, my entertainment lawyer. And uh I got back in there after three years, laid low, learned my lesson. Then like three years later, I started the late night with Johnny P show, and I never, I never turned back. And uh and that's that's the story there, you know? No, the I like the, the music it. business got me in the entertainment business.
1: So like our best show, our, uh, I don't know if it's our best show, but our most viewed show was with um John Berriman, who was like from Doctor Who and yeah, yeah, yeah. then he had um, Arrow. Arrow. Know, yeah, he has all kinds of shows and stuff and when we so we streamed so when we brought him on like when we brought you on he was like making out with blow-up and, pissing, uh, Trump a Trump Trump blow up doll. Trying to a blow up doll. So anyway, up, we got 10 million plays on that one show.
3: Wow. <laughs> Cuz the guys really popular. Like,
1: do you monetize you mat- you monetize this, I gather, right? And uh, we're working on it. Yeah, now we're yeah. working
2: on it. What makes our show happen is it's real. Yeah. There's no Hollywood here. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I tell people, when you watch our show, make believe you're in Brooklyn, in the kitchen, having coffee and Enderman's crumb cake, and we're all talking with our friends. And that's why we encourage our guests when they come on not to be Hollywood. Don't do that. I, 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 I am. I'm doing bullshit. Let Jimmy brag for you. Don't you brag because you look like an idiot bragging for yourself. Jimmy does that. You got to be
4: humble.
2: I'm the comedy relief guy. I do the jokes and the crazy shit. And it works because our show really is a reality show. It really is real.
4: You guys are funny together. You got a good, good chemistry.
2: Yeah, and when I fight and call them names and stuff, that's all bullshit. We just do that for the fans because they love it. I get fan mail saying, I love when you fight with Jimmy. You are hysterical. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Love it. they love it when I call him Finn Mary Bottom Bitch. <laughs> they love it. See, they,
4: you, got the same, you, uh, Ron, you, you got the same hair as my father. He was a plasterer, but then he went to be a, hair? be a cop. Yeah, he was a cop for two years, and he was a New York City firefighter. They retired. And then when nine eleven happened, he volunteered for a month. A couple of years later, he got cancer. Five years later, he passed, too, in, two, in 2009. How, how good good guy. How 66. old was he? Oh, he was um, very young. And when did he die? How many years ago? 2009. He was that, an awesome
2: how, He went to how, the how, High School. How old would he be today? About 80, about 60. Oh, close I'm, to 80, I'm, I'm 82, so I probably yeah. I maybe could have met him. I mean he, he would have loved him. Knock he, him he, out, he, guy
1: my
4: brother.
1: So go on a bucket list, like a, a bucket list, like like you've you've interviewed a lot of really cool people. We've interviewed a lot of the same people. If you could interview any male and female
4: on the planet, like who do you want to interview that you have not interviewed yet? I would just love to interview every A-list celebrity and B list celebrity and up and coming local celebrity out there, but I would love to get Stallone and, and uh you know Leonardo DiCaprio, De Niro, everybody, you know. I like love it. I
2: spoke to Stallone in a movie lobby. We were waiting to go in. That's with my How daughter, the beautiful blonde. He he's like, I don't know, retarded or something.
3: <laughs> hey, I, <you>. oh, hey, <laughs> I mean,
2: I was talking to him and and just being, and he just like was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, it's amazing it. because did you he see really his, new, his
4: new you see his new series Tulsa King. I haven't seen it because I don't have Peacock apparently. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my password. I'll text it to you, you guys. Watch it. It's excellent. I
2: have a, I have a good Stallone story. Okay, uh, we'll my friend here. Barbara Lux. My friend Barbara Lux was an interior designer, and she was doing this doctor's house up in the hills. Sylvester Stallone lived next door, and they oh, were wow. doing construction. So all the rats in the hills got loose, you know, because they were digging, and Sylvester Stallone was sitting on his front steps with a rifle shooting the rats. This is the truth. He would sit there with these with a rifle and shoot rats. So I thought that's the press never wrote about
4: it. I would
1: like to actually though interview him too because there's like,
2: no interview. There's no way you're going to get anything but. You know. I don't know
4: about no. That. He
2: doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't create. So I would like story.
4: to get John De I'm a big John DeVolta fan, and uh, I like, he, he never
2: I shuts know. up. Oh, no? good
4: what about chicks? So, so if you, what, what are some of the female, you know, a list actresses that you, know, you what like? I really like as a, as a woman, young generation. I think kicks ass. That's really good. Is uh, Miley Cyrus? You know, oh, I, we love Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I do. Ron saw I, her on, on New Year on, on New Year's Eve a
1: couple years ago, and she was dressed like a Hollywood, like, you know, really elegant she, stuff. She, and Ron was like, "Oh my god, that's it's so, so great!"
2: Nice to see them women. Remember when the is what they used to look like years ago in yeah. Brooklyn. Everybody was dolled up with jewelry, beautiful fur coats, gowns. Yeah. Men in tuxedos, ch- suits. Today they all look like pigs. They look yeah. like Slobs, like they were working in the fields. Horrible. And you know my what? Mother you a, my mother just... had a
4: fur coat that she was giving away, and and my 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 little cousins in their twenties that they 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 they, would, they didn't want it. they like, what am I going to do with this? I'm not, I'm not going to wear it. You know, ten thousand dollar mint coat.
2: You know how stupid they are today, the young people. You're young only once. And if you don't make yourself beautiful when you're young, yeah. when you're old, I don't give a shit what you do. You're never gonna look beautiful. You're always gonna look they, old, beautiful. So they don't, don't care think, what
4: they wear, they have care. this,
2: they have the phone on them. That's it, you know? No, do not waste your youth looking like a slob because you'll never get it back. Dress yeah. beautiful, young. Right?
4: Yeah, I love what's,
2: what's your favorite pasta?
4: Uh, it depends on my mood, but I mean, I'm a regular basic guy, but I like, uh, I like regular, you know, meatballs and, and, and pasta and, uh, you know, uh, rigatoni and meatballs. But I mean, I like alio with a uh, shrimp and alio with like uh, scallops and, you know, alio and oil. It all depends on my mood. Chicken palm. My, uh,
2: my, my daughter's a great, my daughter's a great Italian cook.
4: <laughs> I do. I do a great course. It simmers for six six hours, five six hours. Are you
2: Sicilian or Nabolitan or, or Sicilian? Both. Oh,
4: yeah, I'm Neapolitan and half Sicilian, half and half. Well, um, how do I'm, I look over there? Because over here, it looks like I'm white as a ghost. It looks like I got a cold.
2: No, you actually look like you yeah. are a suntan from our side. No, you look Italian. Give me a break. Are you kidding? No, you it is. Like I got a- literally on your map. Yep. I'm a little overweight these days, but well, what are you going to do? You know what? Not, not sugar. I did. I lost a lot of weight, and I feel great. That shit, well,
4: that's sugar. what I heard you talk about, the whole sugar thing with you guys.
2: I mean, really, the uh, processed food and the sugar. My brain cleared up. My, I have more energy. I feel younger. I mean, how could you feel younger than 82? Yeah. But I do. But eating crap food. No, he eats garbage. He's going to be dead soon, but I'm going to insure him big. <laughs> So wait, I got. I also. So
1: you didn't do any. You don't. You're not an actor, but you are a character actor. But just in case anybody wants to check out any of these things, I wrote yeah. down. You made a movie called Made in Chinatown that has fucking good people in it. Fifth Borough, which has yeah, a lot of really sure.
4: people in but it. The, the Irish, I mean, yeah. The Irish next in, year. Yeah. Well, not an extra. I'm a. i am I play a day player. So Ellen Lewis. Your
2: feature. Uh,
4: player. Who Ellen Lewis is right. Yes. Ellen Lewis, biggest cast and director of around. she saw my show in Manhattan, and then she, she says, I want to get this guy in the movie. So they contacted me. I thought it was my friend's bus of my chops. So I called the office. I said, okay. And then she told me, they go, Ellen Lewis wants to talk to me. So I get him on the phone, and then I go, "What?" and then, I, and then it was her. I, was like, I go, why me? She goes, she goes, I saw your cable show. We're looking for new faces for the future, and you got a character actor, you know, look.
2: And, I mean uh, that's a, uh, I a movie, an Irishman. That's like well, that's me, like really. Let me big. tell you something. If you lived here in California, I wrote a movie about uh, a woman that's a bookie and her husband's uh, supposedly the make believe mafia, and it would be a part for you. You could have played because uh, I, I I'm only casting people from New York with real New did York film, Did you film it? Yeah, huh? well, we're working on it now. Michelle's directing it.
4: Sean's in it. Yeah. I'll come out there and I'll fly out there. But the thing is with the Irishman. Let me finish the story. So I did two big reads with her. She, you know, she gave me this part for Skinny Razor. A lot of people auditioned for her, but I didn't. I, that was my first really big interview uh, audition. So I was nervous, but she wanted to keep me in there. So I was uh, credited in the credits as Wise Guy Number Three on the uh, the you know, wedding scene. But you see me, they focus right on my face. I was three feet, five feet away from De Niro, Pesci, and Catherine Narducci is a dear friend of mine. Uh De Niro didn't look at us the whole time. I saw him. He finally looked over. Like I was because I don't look. I don't stare. But I, I went like this, and he looked at me. And I went like this, and he went like this, and then he went like this. He, he gave me three seconds of his eyes, and then that's it. <laughs>
2: Did he, you meet? Uh, we, had a, we had a friend on that movie. He's an extra, Thomas Benavucci.
4: Okay, I don't know.
2: Ben I don't know v- how you pronounce his last name. ben v- Benavien. V- ben, v- ben, v- ben, v- but Wait, though, you did again. some horror
1: movies, too, though. I wrote down Bound by Debt, Jersey Shore, Massacre, A Cold Day in Hell. So
4: you got one, two, three, four, five, six, at least seven movies. In my yeah, well, view, there's a couple of the, the, the independent ones. I got lines and stuff in them and stuff like that. Yeah, but put it this way. If I really put myself out there all those years, I would definitely have a lot of credits and maybe be halfway somewhere. But the thing was. I spent half my life in the music business. I had a record label called Shinebox Records. Once that all fell apart, we had a closed shop. By the time I was almost 39, I had to start life all over again. So the last, say, 15 years, I've been breaking my ass in construction. And if I were to put that down and and go full time and, and try to do auditions and make it as an actor... Uh, most likely I'd be poor or, or be in the street down the road. So <laughs> this public you know, allows enough to get have a platform and work in the meantime and then hope for the best. Right. And you know, and uh I'm I came back to life so I'm ready to walk this next couple of years and uh well, hopefully you with the will of God I'll get my dream
2: come true one day. We'll see. If you come in my movie you'll play Fingers. Okay. What's your name? Fingers. You're what do I you're do a, do a pick- fingers off? You're a pickpocket. Okay, that's cool. And the mob boss calls you fingers. Okay, yeah, listen. I I think it'd be perfect. As I said, my movie, I hate when people try to imitate our accent. They sound like stupid idiots. I hate when they do that fake New York accent. I want to puke. You'd have to
4: hang out with me. You'd have to hang out with me for a couple of days, just us, and see really how my personality is. Short will tell you, what you see is what you get, but... uh. You but know, that's, we're from the,
2: Brooklyn. that's the Brooklyn thing. Everybody from Brooklyn is that way. No, but we don't like bullshit artists in Brooklyn or fancy schmancy people who think who the hell they are. Brooklyn people are very down to earth. But, but Laney Kazan is from Brooklyn, perfect. And everybody in the, the whole cast is off New York, uh, Brooklyn people, practically.
4: But you know what I'm talking about, Mind, There's some people that overact even though they're already Italian, Brooklyn, they, they go, eh, oh, we don't want forget about it. They, they do. It's too much. And it's like, it's overwhelming. Those are listen, the people listen. we call them. Bean shooters.
2: No, what, bullying, what do you
4: call them? Bean shooters.
2: Bean shooters. Right. Nobody could say, forget about it. Like we do. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> forget about it. I mean, forget about <laughs> it. I mean, nobody can say it like us. Nobody. They, they try, but they sound like they're constipated.
4: Like a Donnie Blasco. Right.
2: Right. That was right. a great I mean, moment. No, I think, you know what? Sometimes I lose my Brooklyn accent and I say to Jimmy, you got to go back. I go to Brooklyn for a day or two. Guess what? My accent, like now my accent, they're talking to you. Um, yeah, but
4: the California people, I noticed they love the New York City accent.
2: Brooklyn accent. New Yorkers talk very nice. New York, Manhattan people speak like television people. A little
4: different,
3: Brooklyn,
2: yeah. Brooklyn. Bronx people don't even talk. Bronx people talk ignorant. They're yeah. stupid. They, they just don't use any proper uh, grammar. But that's Brooklyn me. people use proper grammar. <laughs> he said that's him. So, <laughs> you're the Bronx. You're not from the Bronx. You're from Brooklyn. No, uh, from Brooklyn. I
4: mean, everyone yeah. from Brooklyn is in Staten Island. So I moved into into, into an a area called Princess Space on the South Shore. It was all mafia-orientated. That's what the
2: no, stop, stop with that word. There's no such thing. Jeez. The no, there never was. There never was. It's all publicity. <laughs> it was that drag queen. What was his name? The head of the AI, the 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 the, the, tra- the tranny, the cross dresser, Hoover. Yeah. Not who what was it? Yeah, Hoover, I think. Who was if it? Hoover. Was. The the, the, the <laughs> FBI guy. Hoover. Was it Herbert Hoover? Herbert Hoover. He was a tranny. He used to dress in drag, and he had his boyfriend, but wow. he was he's gay as a lock. and he was so bitter because he was gay, and the Brooklyn people used to call him, you know, faggot, and he got upset, so he said, I'm going to create the word mafia and make it up and ruin it forever, all the Italians.
1: Do you know Jack O'Halloran? <laughs> no. So we have to introduce you to Jack O'Halloran. He, he lives in Florida, though, but he, he wrote a book about it, and his father... Well,
2: supposedly, uh, his father's
1: Albert Anastasia. Supposedly, okay. and but uh, he he, he's not so really famous. He's really famous because he was like the bad guy and one of the bad guys Superman. in Superman, and he's in King Kong. He's in all these movies. Which you basically yeah. said he got in because of the-,
2: the movie I saw last night with the Robert Mitchum Marlowe detective. Marlo. He's in
1: a bunch of movies. When we yeah. had him on, I've known him for many years. And when we had him on, we basically the, the mob that doesn't exist is basically how he got into Hollywood. They put him in all those movies.
4: Yeah, did you, <laughs> you know? Uh, hey, Ron, did you know Robert Mitchum?
2: No, but my buddy Jane Russell, who was my dearest friend in the world, she hung out with Mitch. She called right. him all she loved him. They were good friends.
1: We watch a lot of his movies. Yeah, he
2: was, never, a good actor. I, know, I know about him because Jane and I used to talk about him, and she used to say to me, Mitch was a lot like me. Mitch didn't like fake people, he was very, very Outspoken, he didn't have a filter. Robert Mitchum would say whatever he felt like, whether you liked it or not. He was a true blue guy. And she also said that she drank him under the table, and wow. boy, could he drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and I were friends for buddies, like brother and sister, for many, many years. Mm-hmm. She was a terrific lady. I love her a lot. Yeah, so, Rob- I-
1: Huh? I I just want to give out some stuff cuz uh, uh we only got about 5 minutes left. So you guys if you can find out more about Johnny, you can follow him on Instagram. It's up late with Johnny Potenza, P O T E N Z A. Uh his his website is johnnyptv.com. Uh I like the whole Johnny P thing uh a, a lot and uh like everybody knew, we have another friend named Johnny Parati, and he was like, Oh, what a great name this guy's got, you know. And I put the thing up on Facebook. Johnny Parati,
2: every day they throw him off Facebook. He's in <laughs> oh, he's 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 Facebook
1: jail, like, like all
2: the time. Of course, he's an outrageous Republican, and he talks about it. and Facebook, you're yeah. not allowed to be a Republican, you know that. You have to only but, be Democrat on Facebook. If you're you a get in trouble
4: walking you're outside sure? my house, right? If,
1: If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to Badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B A D L A N D S F O O D dot com forward slash Jimmy and Ron.
4: I never got into trouble on Facebook.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so, okay, we got a couple of minutes left. As a band, what was your, did you open for anybody
4: big ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I opened up for, you know what, my idols were Kiss. My first Kiss concert was in 1977. Uh, the Kiss Love Gonna Live 2 tour. My father took me. But after that, I knew I wanted to play the drums. But as years went on in the 80s, Kiss broke up as we knew. But in the 90s, Peter, Chris, and Ace Frehley, who were the original members, were, were touring solo. So I got to open up for my idols a couple of times. when we opened up for Twister sister and guys from Guns N' Roses and uh, Cinderella and Choir Riot. And then that band was Barrage. Then the band broke up, and then we we started NYB in '95. But Richie Scarlet, who was Ace Freely from Kisses guitar player, produced two of our records. You can see them on iTunes. I get I, I get good I get royalty checks every couple of months. Eight dollars, twenty dollars. But uh, you know, you never made it to the radio.
2: I got one for 69
1: cents. Before, actually, before Ron was on the show, uh, before I was with Ron, I, 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 the show was around, we actually had Richie Scarlett on back in the day. like A long time, a long time ago, and we actually met him at – oh, we met him at
4: Chiller. We actually you met gotta him at get, you, you got to get yeah. Richie back yeah. on. He has a new book out released in the U.K. that's, that's coming to America now. It's the Richie Scarlett story. It's, it's like a 350-page booklet of his life and pitches. I'm having him on the show in a couple of months, but I could tell them to
2: I email know, we'll you guys. Have, yeah, we'll totally have him He's great. Do, do you know the Wise
4: Guys show? The yeah, fellas? yeah, yeah. I was talking with them the other night. We love well, them.
2: In the summer, they do this wonderful Italian festa in Jersey. Yeah. And we're gonna, I, I miss this year because we got screwed with work. But next summer, I'm definitely going. So you got to come too. i I'm
4: bringing
2: yeah, my, my, my daughters. Like Maybe I could get rid of my daughters there.
1: No, we love Freddie. Uh, we went to the event. They've all been on our show. Ron's been on their show. I love
2: those guys. Um, do you also do you
4: know um, Al Bandiro? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I don't know him personally. I'm trying to get in with him. I just only met him a couple of times, but I know friends who know him.
1: Okay, I'm I'm actually producing a movie with him uh, that, oh, we're wow. gonna shoot, that we're going to shoot. we're going to shoot in New Jersey.
4: We uh, get it more organized. I can't
2: wait to get back east.
1: Yeah,
4: I like love it. There's nothing, it's nothing like wait. it. I'm, all
2: right, so, gonna, there's a a restaurant in Brooklyn, I can't, I won't do anyway, it. Doesn't matter. Next to the funeral parlor where they used to bury, kill it, you know, put all the people they killed. They used to put the funeral Italian restaurant that I have to go to. The, you know, what I'm talking about? It's oh, over um, It's in, it's in my mind. Wait a minute. It's in, um, under the L, the elevator.
4: Patricia, you know.
2: Ugh, anyway, we got to go. Anyway, best so. of time food in the world. I can't wait to go there and eat eat a time.
1: Oh, too. We have one other. We have another mutual friend, Mickey Burns. Mickey Burns was just on his show Saturday. Oh, Mickey's a w- good the other buddy. Day. We a
2: love Mickey. Buddy. He's the man. Yeah, Mickey's a good guy. He's a pal of ours. So you guys, uh, see, to, to, to out. oh, go ahead, shout one. him out.
4: Yeah, Elaine Shapiro, like to say hello. Oh, Elaine. Elaine,
3: Yeah, hey, Elaine. Yay. Hey, Elaine.
4: Sorry, Eileen Shapiro. Uh, Hopefully, I'll be talking to you in a couple of months, and uh, everything looks good with you guys. I'm glad I I got to meet all of you. It was a pleasure
3: meeting
4: you guys. I'm
1: super glad with you. So you guys follow up late with Johnny Potenza on Instagram. The website is johnnyptv.com. It's just the the letter P. Um, Follow him on social media. He's a great guy. We're going to be doing stuff together in the future, and it was great having you on. I hope you have a very Merry
4: Christmas, and we'll talk to you soon. You two guys, was, you guys are three class acts and love and uh, message happy new year. And I'll see you in the new year, right? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And your accent is music to my ears.
4: <laughs> Forget
2: about it. Forget about, Forget about it. 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 What are you, talking,
4: right, about? What are Thank you, you guys?
2: talking about? Give me a break
4: already, huh? What are you talking and about? Sean, John me, Kane and Michelle. I love yous. I'll see yous later. See
2: you. I'll later, see you later. Absolutely. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Buon Natale. Buon Natale. Bye bye, Johnny. Bye-bye, Johnny. Bye-bye, Johnny. Johnny. What a great guy. Um, See, all right. Brooklyn people, really wonderful people.
1: Real quick, you guys, we're going to take a quick music breaking, and then we're coming back with our second guest. This is CeCe Penniston. The name of the song is Are You Ready? I think you guys will like it. Check it out. Here we go. CeCe's song, my CeCe? No. The oh. song. Oh. oh.
2: <laughs> I thought CeCe was Enjoy it, you
1: guys, and then we're going to come back with Ray Porter. Here's CeCe Penniston. Are you ready?
3: Are you ready? Are you ready for love? Are you ready for love? Are you ready for love? No Are you ready for love? Are you ready for love? Are you ready love? Are you ready for the love? Are you ready for the day when love is way, when everyone will finally be free. Are you ready for the day? When love is way, imagine just how happy we will be. When love is way, it will be a brighter day, brighter day for you.
1: Penniston, great friend I, of ours.
2: I we am love her. So crazy about CC as a person. I love her to death. She's the nicest girl in the world. And I love her voice. And I love this song. And of course, my favorite is her song, Finally.
1: So now we're gonna bring on our next guest, everybody. Hopefully, everything is we can hear him and everything is good. Let's see. Hey Benny! How,
3: hey.
0: uh, How are you? So you were dancing, I heard. Uh, I love CeCe. Are you kidding me? Come on. I mean, I need a mirror ball in here. <laughs> I mean, you know you know her personally i do not you do
2: oh, yes we, we, we and i gotta tell you if you met her in person you'd love her more she's the nicest girl in the world
0: she's uh, really they, nice they, there's so much joy in her music and uh you know yep. I, I associated with a time when i was much younger but uh a lot of the grown-ups around me loved cc and so uh you know I, I heard it a lot and yeah wonderful stuff
1: so it hold on, is. let me do an intro. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the amazingly talented Ray Porter. Hello and welcome Ooh. to the show. Hello, gentlemen. Yay. So I, I, thought I, I
0: thought I would dress appropriately because I looked at a couple of your previous broadcasts, but, but Ron is like resplendent, and I, I should have broken out, you know, something else here.
1: No, no, you're fabulous. So I have a question. So first of all, everybody, we 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 actually, you know, most of the time we bring people on that we've known a long time. We uh, just met Ray Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. He was at Sean Canaan's book signing for Welcome to the Kumite. And Ray had just met Sean in Dubai as they were both over there signing autographs because they're both like famous superstars. And uh, so so he was on the show. But he had like really long hair. So you didn't cut your hair, right? All you did no, was have hair. It's
0: everything. all tied back.
1: Okay, because he's got long, long, like hair, and it was freaking. So it was great meeting you. And how was it being in? Into... Oh wait, so you know my my co-host Ron Russell? Russ, I know. do. So I the do. Room Say hi to everybody in the chat room.
0: Hello, everyone in the chat room.
1: There you go. And they're saying that they, you're a narrator and that they love your voice. I mean, they like. Oh,
0: that's lovely. We have,
1: we have a, a lady. Say hi to B. Claudia. She's in Germany.
0: Hello, B. Claudia if he gets...
1: And she's uh yeah. She's in Germany, and she like basically like is when she's in the chat room. She like knows everything about everybody who comes on, and she
0: like. Lets Michelle Kane
2: and said the food in Dubai was stupendous. It was outrageous. the food
0: in Dubai was absolutely astonishing. There was an Uzbeki restaurant that we went to that was uh, unusual and just brilliant. And then the you know the Lebanese restaurants and just I mean if you like to eat, go to Dubai.
2: Yeah, no, I can't eat. No. <laughs> now
1: you just cut out sugar like we're cutting I'm, out sugar so now, now there's nothing to eat
0: foods and garlic no, nothing, I no, nothing processed food. in a nice shawarma and there's no sugar there
1: there you go well if there's no sugar in it yeah and they, they love yeah. so wait a sec so you're uh, i know you're an actor actor and and are mm-hmm. you uh you do you narrate like audio books and stuff are you and, and you obviously because you're dark side um <laughs> yeah you uh do you do like a lot of like video games and cartoons and stuff too? I've
0: done I've done some video games. I would love to do uh, cartoons. I've appeared on a couple of animated shows, but uh, it'd be great to do that regularly. Just uh, the the challenges for an actor doing animation is is it's that's rich territory. I'd love to get in there.
2: Yeah. It's very rich. Now, territory. What, did you, what did you do to get invited to Dubai? Cause I want to learn so I could get invited. To Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. What is it you did that, uh, that, what, that?
0: What happened was, um, I was, I was cast in Zack Snyder's justice league and then, you know, the story of that film, there's, you know, a lot of drama around it. Um, Zach, uh, stepped down from finishing the film for family reasons after a tragedy and Joss Whedon took over. Uh, Joss Whedon reshot a lot of stuff and redid a lot of stuff and changed a lot of things around. And at some point I was no longer in the movie. Um, the fans, when it came out in 2017, the fans really did not like the film and there started to be this rumbling and it's all down to the fans. That, you know, they wanted to see Zack Snyder's cut of the film and it gained, uh, more and more momentum. And suddenly this very vocal, very tenacious group of people, uh, were getting a platform more or less and being listened to, I think in many ways, and they were really persistent. And eventually, um, Zack was given the green light, I guess. I don't know how all that stuff works. It's way above my pay, pay grade, but, uh, to release his cut on HBO Max. Um and so I was back in the film. Um yeah, you know. and, you know, at no point, the one thing that I feel very I, I really love the the fans of this because at no point, um, you know, there was speculation, you know, I heard Darkseid was in the movie. Darkseid is a, a huge character in the DC comics world and people were banding about, well, who was, you know, who was it? Was it Benedict Cumberbatch or James Earl Jones, or, you know, who, who, who did this? And, uh, I couldn't say anything of course, cause I was under an NDA. Um, when it became apparent that it was me, there was nobody from the fandom who was like, who are you? You know, they just were like, welcome open arms. And, uh, so I really, I really owe a lot to these very persistent, very vocal people.
2: So first of so, all, I mean, wait, without, wait. Wait, without being modest, you think you made the film happen?
0: Do I think I made the film happen? Yeah. No. Um, I think that, uh, I, you know, it's a joy to work with Zack Snyder and uh it was great to get to know these fans and to interact with them. But it was the fans who made the film happen. It was obviously Zach and his team in completing his cut um, that made it happen. I had my part in it and was proud to do that. Uh, I got to work with... Kieran Hines, um, Peter Guinness, two brilliant actors, and uh, I was very proud of that. And so to have it come out, yeah. you know, you are
1: fucking Darkside, dude! Like that's a I fucking weird character. I mean, to
0: be like, to be it. the first live-action side. and I mean, I'm joining, you know, a pretty impressive list of people who played him before in animated things: Michael Ironsides and Jonathan Adams, and some of the you know some amazing actors. Um, uh, you
2: know, forgive me, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people out there are stupid like me. What the hell is Darkseid?
0: <laughs> There's nothing stupid about it. I didn't know either until I got cast. Uh, he's a, a, a sort of an uber mega villain in the DC comics world.
3: Oh
0: yeah. So uh, he's like the big bad. He's a, he's a God. He's like, you know, really terrible. Uh, comes from a planet called apocalypse.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So, you know, kind of does what he says on the tin. Um it's And I didn't real- really know a lot about him either until I was cast.
2: That ha- that has to be a fun, fun role to play. So much fun, so I much love fun.
1: So I have questions. First of all, okay, yes. so, and we'll talk about all the things that you do. But uh, since I'm a, I'm a, so I basically collect superhero stuff, and I collect, I love that stuff. And now that you've been on the show, I told him that you've got all kinds of action. Here figures goes, here comes the. the pitch. We're going the out. Pitch. No, no, it's not a pitch. But I thought that I didn't think that that uh the first. Uh, Justice League. I mean, it was all right. Yeah, but Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's one blew. Away. It was like way, way, way better. You know than the first one.
0: Well, and, he was allowed to tell his story. I mean, look what we have. You know, it was wonderful. That's the thing. Anybody who ever works with Zack Snyder will say uh, that not only is the man a genius, but they would work with him under any circumstances.
1: So basically, though, so that to, to answer Ron's question, yeah, you're invited to go to Dubai because you're Dark Side.
0: Basically, yeah, because uh, Comic-Cons, Comic-Cons happen all over the world. And, um, you know, it's a chance for for fans to dress up and, you know, just let the freak flag fly. And uh, you, you go I, I, and you sign autographs.
2: I think I'm going to write a script, light side, and I'm going to play light side.
0: <laughs> I think that's a fabulous idea.
2: I get to go to Dubai.
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: So, absolutely.
0: And it has so, way better skin. <laughs> yeah
2: were you a superhero
1: like were you a fan of superhero stuff like no i like- never
0: was i always had respect for comics and i had a lot of friends who collected them but it was never really my thing you know um i grew up in a house of of new york actors and uh, so i was listening to jazz and opera my entire life and you know comic books were like i kind of was aware of them but it wasn't a thing really um and it was, you know, it wasn't until much later when I realized just how important it is to so many people. And I respect it a lot, but I was woefully ignorant. And so when the movie came out and I had comic book fans coming up and asking me really in-depth questions about this character, I had to study. Because uh, I, I just didn't, I mean, I was an actor playing a scene, you know, but sure. for them, there's history and weight to this stuff you know it's like 20 years of doing Shakespeare taught me that people will bring their expectations uh and will ask you stuff based on their knowledge of it and it may not be the same as yours you know it's like me I was out there you know trying not to get hit by the sword and remember my lines but for them it's a whole other thing
1: no, I, I was the president of my comic club. Like, my neighborhood, we had a comic book club. I was the president of the comic book club. See,
0: that's what I mean. People who are devoted to it are really as, devoted to
1: as it. As a kid, I was really all about Marvel. As an adult, I'm way more about DC uh, for some reason, and especially Batman. Like, I have, like, you know, all kinds of cool Batman sh- oh, shit. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, I do so I I have still Marvel. have my old Corgi Batmobile from when I was a kid.
1: I have I was, one. I have one, yes. Yeah, I, have one. I always
0: loved Batman. Yeah. Um,
1: so what about, though, then, do you – Cause I know that you have two Funko pops uh, yes. and then, but, but I, have, cause I was like looking at Walmart and they have dark side, you know, they have other dark sides from the justice league movie. So what I would have to be, it doesn't say Zack Snyder's though. So I don't know if it's the same
0: thing. I mean, it looks, um, the same it should be. Um, yeah. I'm going to get, it should too. be. Yeah. <laughs> or Or you know what? Next time, next time, you know, you're in town or something, I'll just bring you one.
1: That's okay. Next time I'm going to bring them, next time I'm in town, I'm going to call you and we're going to like go to your house so you can sign them <laughs> off. Sign everything for you.
0: Gladly. I told <laughs> you it
3: was
2: a pitch. No, comment. I love
1: this shit. I, I was super excited. So, you guys, we were like, we were at this thing on, on uh, Saturday. Sean Cannon's but book I signing. Wait, wait. I want,
2: Let me go, just finish this. Know, but you're going to go in a long play. I want a quick question, quick answer. Okay. Where, yes, are, you, sir. where are you from in New York, Manhattan? That's not a I, I
0: was born at Manhattan, lying in hospital, and lived in Lincoln Towers until I was two. Uh, so right off of West End there, and then um, moved to Kokomo, Indiana.
2: Oh, wow. What a big difference. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it wasn't a culture shock for me. I was two. But, uh, right. you know. Wow. Yeah.
2: That's why you don't have a New York accent.
0: That's why I don't have a New York accent. Yeah, you
2: definitely not. I was wondering why you didn't. So I was okay.
1: like, I was just, okay, so we we met him, and, and he had long hair, and he was at the thing, and I didn't know who he was. I didn't know that he was dark side, but all these people were walking up to him and like taking pictures with him. So I just walked yeah. up to him and said, I don't know who you are. I was like, but you got to be like fucking somebody because everybody's coming up to you. And that's how we started talking, and I invited him to come on the show. So, how I'm long have you been
0: acting? Glad to be here. Sorry, I have been acting since. I mean, I went to college for it. I got a degree from Cal Arts in acting, and, um, you know, thank God, I've been able to keep the wolf away from the door just by being an actor since I graduated.
1: Good for you. Uh, about
0: six months after I got out of school, um, I was invited to come and work at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. Told everybody I'd be back to L.A. in six months. That was in 1990. And my last season in Ashland was 2008. So I was doing I was doing Shakespeare for almost 20 years and I would come down here occasionally in the off season and work, you know, TV shows and that kind of thing, but I was doing classical theater the whole time.
2: So they call you an overnight sensation.
0: Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) That's me. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Sixty (laughs) four years and now I'm making a million movies. And they said Ron Russell, the overnight sensation. The overnight.
0: Exactly. (laughs) It's a Cinderella story. You know,
2: 60 friggin' 4 years later. Can you imagine?
0: That? Well, you know. Sometimes oh, there's uh is it Astro? Astro.
2: Astro yes, it's Astro. My son. He's
0: wonderful. He's wonderful. Astro. Hello Astro.
2: Hey, we have three Say three hi, rescue Ray. dogs. He's
1: a rescue hi, dog.
2: Ray.
0: Hello Astro. Ray. Hi,
2: Ray. Hi, Ray.
0: How's it going? <laughs> Looking loves- fabulous. I must Say, I like the cut of your jib, Astro. I enjoy those whiskers. Yeah,
2: I do. Yeah, really he looks really. like you. Yeah,
1: he's got <laughs> yes. a gray beard, a white beard. Yeah. So, let me do some bragging for you, real quick. You guys, some of the TV shows you could have seen Ray on 911, Naomi, Animal Kingdom. Uh, we have friends on that. The kids are all right, modern family, the mentalist, shameless, sons of anarchy, justified, the closer. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, Southland, CSI, Monk, Medium. The sweet life of Zach and Cody, Dragnet, In Laws, Will and Grace, ER, Fraser, Murphy Brown. I know there's more. I just wrote down the ones everybody knows. Wow,
0: that is that is that is my back catalog. That's uh that's something else. You know, it's funny. I don't my friend comments on this all the time. It's like I'll go months without a job and then I'll be on something that's significant, you know what I mean? Like right, Murphy back- Brown or you know, something yeah. like that. It's really, it's fun.
2: I suffered during COVID because we had so many productions that sure. do. And they were on hold. And it was murder being a year without really having anything. And now I'm I'm happily thinking, please, how many movies do I have? About six, six or seven movies. Incredible. I'll be working for the next year straight without stopping. So it is, in our business, it is feast
0: or fama. It truly is. It truly is is. for me (laughs) narrating audiobooks. This is my studio. This is where I oh books. Wait,
2: audiobooks? audiobooks? Yeah, I narrate
0: audiobooks. And so I was able to work all through the pandemic because I just I have a home studio. So
2: you have to to know my friend Barbara Rosenblatt.
0: Sure, I do, of course. Yes. Very talented.
2: Barbara is the number one female. She did Barbara Streisand's book. Barbara Barbara Rosenblatt is called The Queen of Voiceover absolutely
0: oh, she's she's an she's a giant without yeah,
2: question we, 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 we've been friends for like
0: 20 something years amazing
2: she's a a, a good good gal yeah, so
0: well, a, uh, it's well. a tiny world too you know i mean you know oh, yeah. this it's like there's you know i used to say there's 11 actors basically oh. you meet you meet an actor that you've never met before and within five minutes you realize you know five of the same people
1: right Actually, B. Claudia from Germany is writing in the chat that you've written over 300. I mean, that you've uh, you've narrated over 300 books.
0: Yeah, almost 500 at this point.
1: 18 seasons with the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. And then, she quote, the biggest of actors is when they start to get very pleased with themselves because they're actors. Having something else that will keep you a bit humble is a good thing. Ray Porter. And you have multiple earphones awards. She's like, she's She's awesome.
0: Serious business, man
2: like the best. Well, I was yeah. in Barbara Walters' apartment, and she had a shelf put around the living room. And that living room has audio books yes. that go completely around. And then one wall is all of the awards that she's won. She's
0: won so many awards, and I mean, she mean, she's a major, major year. figure in this. Yeah. I
2: don't think she has room anymore for her
1: audiobook. book. And, you know, too, she was in Orange is the New Black, like the first two seasons. Yeah, right main character, like a big character, in yeah, awesome.
2: She was a one. She years ago, I I founded Half a Heart, which mm-hmm. was a benefit for AIDS. Right. And Barbara Rosenblatt worked in my benefit so many times because she sings, you know. Sure. And she was a good performer. So Barbara Rosenblatt is really a darling person and very dear to me.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah, we so, had uh, we had at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. We had the uh, the Deadalus Project, which was. A, a thing we would do as a fundraiser for AIDS and, sure. and HIV. We'd have panels of the quilt come in. I was the MC for a number of years. Uh, and all, and that, just, and all you know,
2: the money that we, we collected from our shows, we gave to the Elizabeth foundation for AIDS research. Yeah. Not Amfar because Amfar was doing salaries of a hundred thousand. And we thought we're not breaking our asses to make them no,
0: we The money, the money in ours was uh, split between uh, the rogue Valley, uh, uh, AIDS organization, which was where we were in the Rogue Valley in Oregon, and oh. Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS.
2: Oh, I have an award from Broadway Cares. Uh, what I'm not surprised. you She comes to my house and she said, Ronala, I have something for you. I said, what, darling? She said, look, and it says, it's my real name, Ron Sarego." His outstanding work for Broadway Cares. It's a round glass. Wow, beautiful. And I was so thrilled that she. Posted, he's still
1: thrilled. He uh, shows it there. Yeah, it's on oh, my top yeah. it. Oh, it's
2: something
0: to be proud of without
2: question. Well, she, she put my name in. I never did it. She said, This guy has got to get an award because of all the hundreds of thousands of dollars he's raised. I did drag, I impersonated Jane Russell. Yes. And our, and our show was all female impersonators who sang in their own voice. It was a beautiful show, it wasn't that cheating, was, it? That was,
0: and I don't want to date you, but that was that was pre-Stonewall days, was it not? During and after. Okay. Yeah. It was years. Yeah, a long time. I, I, I mean, that's that's a, what a time to be in during, the village. Well, I'm you know? 82. I'm He's 82.
2: 82. I don't know if you knew
1: how old he is. He's 82.
2: So, I've been around a long time.
0: Well, you're well yes. cared for.
2: Well, Franklin Delano Roosevelt
0: signed my birth certificate. Thank you. Franklin Delano Roosevelt signed
2: my birth certificate. So I have (laughs) on my birth certificate, which is really like having Abraham Lincoln on your birth certificate. So you do other
1: things besides acting, too, though, because I wrote down, unless it's incorrect, that you were the first AD on Argo. Are you in Argo? Uh, No,
0: the the character I played was first AD.
1: Uh Oh, the character you yes,
0: played. Yes, I played okay. a first AD <laughs> oh, no, oh, on HBO. I thought
1: that you were the first AD. No,
0: no, no, no. I was an actor. Uh, yeah.
1: I've seen that movie a bunch of times.
0: It's well, you know, cool. at the very beginning when they introduced John Goodman's character, we're on a film set at Warner Brothers in the 70s. And there's it's a sci-fi film. And the actor has a problem with his makeup. And I get John Goodman. And Goodman and I are walking in. And I'm explaining what the situation is to John and how bad this <laughs> actor is and all that. So yeah.
1: Argo, Ben Affleck, Alan Arkin, Victor Garber, John Goodman, Brian Cranston, Clea du, Leah,
2: yeah.
1: Leah, oh, Duvall, Tate Donovan. Yeah. It was a huge one. I think it got an Academy Award nomination. or sure. yeah.
2: I learned something from Lara Spencer of ABC Good Morning News a long time America. ago. She said, whenever you mention a name, let people know. We mentioned Barbara Rosenblatt. She played Mrs. Medcalf in uh, uh, Quick Run, By the way Muse. She ran the whole play. Mm-hmm. Secret Garden. Barbara Rosenblatt was Mrs. Madkoff in Secret Garden. There you go. Oh, there we go. So now, for those of you out there who don't know who she is, now if you've seen Secret Garden,
0: yes, you know who, she is. and you can look her up on Audible and download some of her titles because she is a legend in audiobooks.
2: Best voice in the world. She smokes, and I tell her, Barbara, don't smoke. You're going to wreck your voice as she lights up. And she has a sultry, sexy voice that relaxes you, puts you in a very yeah. relaxed state. How's your voice? You you do different voices or yours? I do.
0: Yeah, I do different voices. And I mean, when I'm narrating books, you know, it's, you know, if the character is from a certain place, I, I try to do the dialect. Uh, You know, I'll do different, uh, different. You
2: play all the parts like she does?
0: Yeah, you play all the parts. She plays all the parts. Too. Yeah, that's exactly right. That, um,
2: it won awards, right? many awards?
0: You know something I've won a lot of earphones awards. Uh, I just won an audio award last year for Audiobook of the Year uh, for a thing I did called Project Hail Mary uh, sure. and it also won in the sci-fi category and I have a trophy from like the voice arts awards uh, from a few years back. not like a lot of my friends, you know I was able to call a couple of my friends and go because the the uh, the trophy is like this delta shape. Uh, you know, and I called and went, I've got triangles in my house now too. Cause these guys have got, you know, that they're the side of their house is sagging from all the awards.
2: <laughs> but the award party, I went, I was Barbara's date for one of the award parties we went to. Oh, and they were yeah.
0: And, and it was, was that fun. in New York? In New York. I Yeah. That, in New would York. The that would be the audies. That would be the audio. Awards. Yeah.
2: One, right. Isn't that, that the biggest one? That's the I, one. I was her date. And, um, it was a really fun, uh, I think it was an afternoon affair, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been late afternoon, but it was really a fun thing. And I've met all these interesting people and all the people that do voiceovers, and they all mm-hmm. have beautiful really cool voices. The room was filled with lovely sounds. Sonorous,
0: think- yes, exactly.
2: The
1: voices are sometimes. I was at a comic con in Orlando called MegaCon, and like the voice actor people, you know, like they had the bigger they had bigger lines than the, like the movie stars did. A lot of them do, um, yeah, because ahead, yeah. I didn't even know who the people were I had to like go for, find out who they
2: were so, so and a lot of voiceover a, a lot of actors have said my survival is voiceover if it weren't for voiceover I would be old and poor
0: yeah and they you they, really voice over you could be any age you can be any age and you yeah. uh you know and what's great is you have the benefit of being able to walk down the street without interruption you know what I mean yeah. Because uh, nobody recognizes your face. You do female voices too. I do. Yeah, that's been kind of a that's been an ongoing struggle uh, for me is to try to do it right. You know, because um, you get it a little bit wrong and you sound like you're pandering, and you know, and I mean, it it takes a while. You get to where you realize there's you know there's I I've met women with lower voices than mine. Wow. And so it's less about it's less about timbre and more about the character. You me, know, on, you know. I,
2: I did Jane's. I do a woman's. I sing in a woman's voice, and I talk in a woman's voice when I perform. It's incredible
0: to me that you sing in a woman's voice. I mean, that's just oh, like what, yeah. yeah. Um He hasn't done it in thirty years. So. I'm
2: looking for trouble, and I don't care what the people say. It doesn't matter what the people say. What the people say. What the People say, I'm going to find me a lover, one in his prime, one who could show Jane a real good time. <laughs> and, and, you know, and and had to lose my New York Brooklyn by accent because I play mafia. But he also
1: looked like her,
2: yeah, just I like, like her. her. But I play mafia in all the movies. I mean, I play, you know, tough yeah. guy, always the rough, tough killer. Sure. So for me, it was wonderful going out and performing as a sexy, beautiful Jane Russell. And it's then incredible. The being in a movie, like I was in uh, Charlie's Angels and I played a detective. I don't know if you can see this or not. Let's see. Not really, but.
0: Okay, hold on a minute. Let me put on, let me let, let grandma put on the glasses
1: here. Actually, Juan, do you have the picture from last week still that we put up there, Juan? I don't know if Juan's got it, but we had a picture last week of of him that we showed. That's
2: fantastic. Now, when when I had, <laughs> I, at one point I had, uh, d- d- Jane came to my house for dinner And I never really discussed too much about my impersonating her because I thought she would be offended. Mm -hmm. Even though we were best friends, we never got there. She's for some reason, she avoided that conversation. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, Jane, because of you, I couldn't do you, therefore not raise the money we raise for the people who need. So indirectly you gave us all these hundreds of thousands of dollars to help find a cure for
0: AIDS. That's a fantastic way of thinking about it.
2: You know, she was a very devout Christian. That moved her so deeply that she said to me, Ron, I thank you so much for impersonating me, and I'm very honored and flattered. So then she opened up about it. Because for years I wondered, why doesn't she ever mention my impersonating her, ever? She didn't like me as a woman. She liked me as a man. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, her values were different than... uh, yeah, I get that. I get you that. Know, my sister saw a picture of me as Jane Russell, and my sister turned to me, and she said, thank God mama and papa are dead. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> it was a different time, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yes, Juan. You yes, know what yes, I mean? And my mother didn't. My sister didn't get it that I do that as a career. You know? that's there amazing. you go. That's amazing. There he is. Now you can see it. Yeah, that's me. Good as job, Juan. Thank you. Amazing. But I don't
0: You look like you should be painted on the nose of a B25. Look at you. <laughs> but you
2: know, the, the people don't understand. I never lived as a woman. I don't dress as a woman. It was part of a, part a your play.
0: It was a, It was a performance.
2: It was, it was a role you played. Yeah. Uh, exactly. To to raise money for my people who were dying like flies one after another. And I had to do something because I lost so many friends. Yeah.
0: I think about it like, I think about so many of my friends and I always, I mean, without getting too morose, I I always think about all of the performances I'm never going to see or the songs I'm going to hear or the, or the, the, you know, the, the jokes or the, you know, the, the the plays that are being written. And, you know, we lost the best and brightest of a generation. Talent. Talent.
2: So my my best friend, Tommy, who I grew up with, he was dying from AIDS mm. and I was with him one day and I said, Gee, Tommy, I wish there was something I could do for you. He said, You can. He said, Go out there and in person. It was, he knew I did, Jane. He said, And raised money for AIDS. And I said, That's what we'll definitely do. And I did it. That was very cool. Okay, so
1: we've got seven minutes left. I want to ask you some hypotheticals. Seven minutes to heaven. All right, let's go. Seven minutes to heaven. First of all, real quick, did you have fun doing uh, the runaways? Because, like, like the I real, uh, I, I like actually love everybody in it. was Kristen Stewart. Nice. She's like one of my favorite actresses.
0: Yeah. I got you. I had to uh, flip a cigarette into her face about 12 times. I'm going to like,
1: oh, I'm going to watch it again now. Cause I'm actually, um, and now I forgot her name. What's, uh, oh, fuck. Who's the like, who's the blonde?
0: Ah, sorry, oh, hey. um, uh, Dakota Fanning.
1: No, no, no. Lita, no, but Lita Ford. Lita the real. And and
0: Sheree Curry. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're both friends of mine. I'm friends. Right, with
0: You would mention that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's so cool to have the real ones in it that you were in. All right. That here's
0: my one answer. of the that was one of the strangest things, real quick, on that day when we were shooting, because Dakota came in for kind of a costume check. So she's done up like Sheree Curry, and right behind her was Sheree Curry. Oh, um, how cool was that? Yeah, it was that was amazing.
1: I would like love that. All right. So hypothetical, you've already done a lot of really cool shit. A uh, male and female mm. actor that you would like to work with that you haven't worked with. And the second part of the question
0: is, if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you have Ooh, liked to have been in? That's a tough one. I would say if, if I, if I could pick any actor that I would really, really, really kill to work with is uh, David Strathairn. Oh yes. And uh, who is one of the finest actors that I've ever seen. Um I admire him so much. I admire his work so much. I would kill to do something with him. Uh, if now, I could.
1: That's a really good one. Cause I think that I have yeah. loved him. I saw him in sneakers. Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, go back. There's a movie that John sales directed um, back in the eighties called Matewan about the coal mining wars in uh, West Virginia. He's genius in it and everything else I've ever seen him in. He is absolutely flawless. his, economy you never smell him acting i just i i love yeah, him I so much. Though.
1: he's very good that's a good pick yeah. okay yeah female
0: female F-female, um boy there's a lot um my goodness wow there are
1: you Can pick more
0: than one if you got a couple yeah. that come to your head. I've
2: you got know? a few that a few that come to mind. Um Loren, how about that?
0: That's right. Loren, I would I mean come on, you know, I probably would just be sitting there with my jaw dropped the whole time. I worked
2: with her back in 59.
0: Amazing. And she's Amazing.
2: wonderful. I love her.
0: Um, yeah, there's that's the thing, is there's so many brilliant uh actresses just through history that I would I mean, would I love to work with them? reasonably, and I have to clarify that with could I reasonably function if I was on the same set as them? Meryl, Meryl <laughs> you know what I mean? No, Helen Mirren sure. Helen Mirren would be Helen someone Mirren, Yes, Yay! yes, I agree, Helen know, Mirren, I agree. You know, I um, Obviously Meryl Streep Street. you know, uh sure uh, he, uh, I mean, there's so I'm many uh, and again, Dench. actors I'm as well just like Judy Dench Judy Dench is incredible, yeah, totally Judy
1: Dench was, was the one I would really like to meet I mean, uh, so many actresses um, which I like, yeah. okay, so it,
2: there's a new young one out there. Her name is Michelle Doherty. Do you, know, mm-hmm. you know who she is. He Brilliant. That's my dream. I, I'm telling Jimmy to put her in one of his films. I so. Are you doing vapors? Bad for I you. am. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> it's bad for you.
0: <laughs> Better than cigarettes.
2: No, nothing. Your lungs need air. It's, it makes cottage cheese or popcorn.
0: It's, not if you. Not if you get the right stuff. That's actually true. No, I, I. not.
1: Anyway, we only that. have three minutes, and I don't want to spend it on his cottage cheese. No, lunch. I'm upset
0: because no. I like him. I'm, I don't want I'm him to terribly, it. I'm terribly sorry. I tell you what, I will, I will not when I'm around you, Ron, out of respect. No, I, oh, he's doing
1: true.
3: it for your health. No, he's for he's you, it for you, for i your
2: know. health. I don't. I know. Shit. But for your are you're a nice guy. I want you to be as me one day. You know, take yeah. care. Of so, so wait, hey, you know You're very handsome. What do you look like without all that shit on your face?
0: um uh like a leprechaun the only reason why i grew a beard is i have no chin and i've got to be able to put a pillow back in a pillowcase (laughs)
1: do you do you watch um yellowstone
0: i haven't seen yellowstone yet i i don't get to watch a lot of stuff because i'm so busy all the time but um it's something i'd love to be on i certainly look the part
1: Uh, No, you could you should get on it but the girl i don't even know her name but the girl who's uh kevin uh What's his name? Kevin, uh, Cosner. Kevin Costner's Cosner. daughter. I think she's probably one of the best I've ever seen in my life. She is wow. so freaking good. She should win everything. All right. But what movie would you want to be in
0: Casablanca? Oh, oh yeah.
1: that's a good one. Great yeah. Show.
0: I mean, I would have with, to shave. With Ingrid Bergman, but, but with Ingrid Bergman <laughs> with Ingrid Bergman with, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that's just a film that, you know, what else would I like to be uh the Barbra Streisand film, the uh, the comedy What's Up Doc with Ryan O'Neill? Really? I've been involved in that. The in-laws, yeah. Peter Falk and uh Alan Arkin.
2: I'd well, love about, to have been uh, a part of
0: that. You know.
2: What was the Ann Bancroft film, Third Avenue? What was it with Jack Lemmon?
0: Oh yeah. Chris love- Second Avenue was it? That-
2: Prisoner of, of Second Avenue.
0: Prisoner of Second Avenue. Yeah. Oh,
2: you know I love that film. I would well, like again
0: to- I grew up I grew up with it's the people I grew up with. You know, right. I, I ended up with this vocabulary. I mean, my mother and father came from New York. They're actors. They, you know, they they move into this small town in Indiana. And so my formative memories are my mother and my father and their friends, a bunch of you know, local like guys, all gay men. Sitting around having drinks and talking about all of this kind of stuff, and this is the earliest stuff that I remember. Um, I so I didn't, I didn't have the same sort of vocabulary going into school Maybe. Uh, that a that a lot of my uh, that a lot of my um, contemporaries did. In I, was, fact, I, I remember
1: everybody my, tells him he talks like he's from an old Hollywood movie. He even no, says, no. when he's thirsty, he doesn't say "I'm thirsty." He says "I'm parched."
0: i'm parched
1: <laughs> No, but my,
2: my mother was silent movie actress jenny You Gay- Got one minute so i wow. grew up i grew up with hollywood yeah i remember gloria swanson when i was nine years old mm. watching a volunteer movie at the museum in new york and i remember going to school and saying that i had just met gloria swanson and yeah. the teachers reported me to the principal that i was delusional there you go the kids didn't even know who she was so,
0: growing no. up in
2: a the theatrical household was not.
0: We have to, you and I have to have a long conversation about this. My grandfather was, my grandfather was one of the founding members of the Lambs Club in New York. Okay. So, you know, uh, a theatrical press agent, also with the circus for a number of years and all that. And I, I know we're pressed for time, but this is, uh, we'll put a pin in this. We'll
3: bring in this you back.
1: just bring you back. So, everybody follow Ray Porter on Instagram. He's at the.ray.porter. On Twitter, he's at ray underscore porter we want to thank you so much for coming on the
2: show it was thank a you for
0: having me gentlemen what a day. what a privilege thank you
2: to talk to you now I didn't have, at the thing because I was all over the place you I, had and, yeah. and, I love, and I love uh uh Linda yes uh, Linda uh the soap opera actress. not Linda no not right Linda. Time
1: anyway,
2: we got to go anyway.
1: I, I was with her. <laughs> anyway Ray, we'll see you. Ray, in we'll town. see you in town. We'll see you, see you. I, in town. You. I
0: look and forward thank to So
1: much for coming on the show. We wonderful so appreciate holiday. Are you?
2: Christian? Thank
0: you. Merry Christmas to you. Have a brilliant Merry and a happy New Year and and yeah, have all of the fun and Merry eat all of the good food except the sugar. That's yes.
1: right. Merry, thank
2: you so much. I'm, all right.
1: Merry Christmas. Ray. Bye, Ray. Thank Ray, you. Congratulations Bye. on everything. What a nice
0: Thank
2: guy. you. Absolutely. What, a, what a sweetheart of a guy, folks. What a nice guest. All right,
1: everybody. We'll see you next week for the Christmas yes, show. Yes, Christmas show. All Thanks our friends in, are everybody. popping in Talk and out, out
2: and in to say Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye-bye.
3: Yeah, we in the mix. Oh,